Hello everyone, this is MC Goku 05 from the MC Goku 05 News Radio Network podcast. And on today's episode, I'll be discussing what fans are upset about on the hit anime show called Demon Slayer. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Please say it isn't so. One of my new favorite anime shows, Demon Slayer, is now back in the news again? Come on! It's anime! What the heck? Let's use my friend, everybody. Alright, so, Demon Slayer fans are angry on sexualizing Nezuko demon form. Now, everybody, let me just say this clearly. This is some messer. And then, let me just read this to you. The most trending topic in the anime community right now is the latest episode of Demon Slayer Season 2. And it is not the first time that the franchise is in the media spotlight. But this time, the show is being criticized for its over-sexualization of Nezuko demon form. In episode 6 of Demon Slayer Season 2, fans got to see the most awaited fight between Nezuko and Dakai. However, for this fight, Nezuko turned into a full demon mode and confronted Dakai in a one-on-one battle, but some fans didn't like the revealing outfit of Nezuko that was grabbing the main attention of many people. Now everyone, this is not my first time hearing anything like this about anime or anything to do with Japanese entertainment in the media. And it probably will not be my last time hearing this or reporting something something like this within the anime community or anything to do with media by itself, you know. Now let me finish reading this up to you before I give my opinion. All of it, surely, as we go. The fans were not happy about this because Nizuko is originally a teenager. Meanwhile, the outfit of Nizuko's demon form was totally erotic as it certainly revealed too much of her body parts, which weren't necessary. Keeping in mind that she is just 14 years old, some fans took to Twitter and lashed out at the makers of the show for sexualizing Nizuko in such an abrupt way. Here are a few reactions from fans of Demon Slayer on the latest episode of the series featuring Nizuko and Demon Form. I understand she can adjust her size apparently in many ways, but sexualizing a portrayed child minor for fans of something, I don't understand why Japan does this. This is not just a new story, by the way. Some people will see a child with a mature body and suddenly think it's okay to sexualize them. Nizuko is 14. This is not the first time that Demon Slayer is being criticized for its fan service. In the show, just actually, wait, 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 it's better. No, whoever read this is the kick in the head. Seriously, that manga has in there too. So, where do you think the animators in the studio got the idea from? The manga. Just a few weeks ago, fans showed the same reaction when Dakai was introduced as they claimed her outfit to be over-sexualized and not appropriate for a child watching the show. Another time, Demon Slayer seemed to be in trouble when the viewers acclaimed the series to be a promoter of polygamy and acted the appearance of Tigen 
Uzai and his three wives, so it's not something new for the franchise, and they're facing some type of scenarios for quite a while. But despite all of the commotion going around Demon Slayer, it is doing brilliantly good, and it's set to release its next episode very soon in February on all of the official platforms such as Funimation, Crunchyroll, and Netflix. Now, people, look, I can name a lot of things that are over-sexualized in the medium, and actually, I will in a minute. Now, this is something that people must understand. Japan has heavy censorship in different ways, just as America had in many ways too. Now, let me just give you a side-by-side -side comparison. During the 30s, the 1930s that is, the 1920s and 30s and 40s, cartoons in America now were not actually aimed at children, nor were the comic strips in the newspapers or anything that the adults were reading. This animations of cartoon characters were aimed at adults. Now everybody, like I just said, the animation in America at one point was not aimed at children. And it's for a full fact that none of it was because they did not have children in mind when they made the shows. But this stuff was innocent, funny, and very comical. But, the peop but to the people who were at the board of decency and the administrators of raising films places, they thought at one point they can get away with this kind of stuff. But when the 40s came in, next 40s to his say in his acts, that's when the Hayes Code came in, and the censorship was placed more heavy on film producers, makers, and distributors of movies. And let us just say that live action films went through a censorship. And then they had the MPAA, which is the movie, um, the Motion Picture Association of America, which places the age rating on things. So the R rating, the PG-13, PG, and the NC-17, which that was replaced, that actually replaced the original X rating and stuff. That's all different podcast for that episode for that one. But just say, everyone, Movies from the animated cartoons were aimed at the adult audience. And the adults were the ones actually watching this stuff and they're getting kicked out of it, they're laughing and stuff. It was all comedy films. Some work as sort of comedy drama nowadays, but they're all slapstick films. Now, these cartoon characters that I'm getting ready well, female cartoon characters that is, such as Popeye's girlfriend Olive Oil and Betty Boop. Those two were seen as symbols that made men somehow have a, 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 a like a lust for them. It, it was just crazy how men fell in love with cartoon characters during that period. I do not know what they seen in either any of it. That's cartoons, and you know this is very like crazy because men lusted and fell in love with characters like Betty Boop and olive oil, the same way they fall in love with live action, real human people, women, 
in the media. Like from beautiful women, like movie stars and whatever, and other act singers, whatever. But this really freaks me out. How people in that period got went crazy over this kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, it's really sick. And if people have this kind of fetish now for this kind of stuff, it is really sickening, really. But they thought that Betty Boop during that period was over-sexualized and was, how would I say, was uh, exploited. I'm like, I saw the shorts before. This stuff is really funny. I'm sure you have to, everybody. And I'm sure you saw Betty Boop before he wasn't. And the Popeye cartoons. Betty Boop, all of all, funny characters. I don't see what was so indecent for that period, but back then they were very strong about censoring stuff. And let's just say that to tone down Betty Boop from what I read and what I saw some cartoon shorts, what she did dress differently from what she did in the old shorts to what they could for those days, new shorts, short frames for short. And I just, I don't understand things. How, I don't understand things as a naked classified that sexualization then, but the cartoon characters now are some episodes, if you look at broadcast television, shows like Family Guy Simpsons, they will be seen using explicit words, profane, obscene language, and in some episodes on national TV during daytime, nude. I can't believe this. Like, I mean, the, the, the FCC lets anything go nowadays. When you look at a live action television show, you will hear profane words, openly curse words in, in any show. If it isn't a, a clean-minded person writing this stuff, you're going to hear curse words in it. I'm not going to lie, people. They're going to have the children swearing, smoking cigarettes. This is some messed up stuff. And some of the shows are promoting theft. Like a show called Good Girls that promoted people making counterfeit money. And that's horrible. Just the other day, a man was on the news after he seen Good Girls. He didn't say it, but I'm sure that's what happened. He made counterfeit money, was at Walmart, and was buying stuff with it. And this show details how you, or a person rather, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about people that listen to this, but people in general, it displays the, the display to people how to commit a crime. And so there was no controversy behind that. But there's controversy between from an anime show? Come on. But let's just talk about anime now in this part here again. Demon Slayer is not the only anime to come down with some controversy about being over-sexualized. No, it's not. Pokemon had it in there. Sailor Moon had it in there. But this was the 90s. I say it back to the 70s here. A different time period with worse censorship than America ever had. Japan in the 70s. Cutie Honey, a very shonen-based anime show, which was promoted as shonen, but it's a magical girl, which was shown in shonen jump in the 70s. And it didn't receive any controversy for being a shonen jump because the magical girl magazine, like Shoujo magazine, Shoujo, pronounced sometimes, didn't allow the violence, what they call they called violence back then, was to us good old-fashioned butt-kicking anime nowadays. They didn't want to have any violence in there to encourage the young girls of Japan to go to fighting people like this, but 
if you look at the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime show, read the manga, it's all the same thing you see in a shonen one, and which laid down the foundation for Sailor Moon, for Card Captors, for Creamy Mommy, which is a very funny anime show to look at from the 80s, you know? So, Sailor Moon Transformation style came from two anime shows, which is Cutie Honey, the predecessor, and Creamy Mommy, the 80s, 70s, 70s now, Cutie Honey, Creamy Mommy, the 80s, and the 1990s, Sailor Moon. So, all three of them share the same transformation look, but the first original is Cutie Honey. And the and that next thing you know, everything took off differently. The censorship back then, 70s, was different because Japan wanted everything to be more friendlier, even if it's friendly, make it friendlier. But they didn't want any violence in anime then. But Cutie Honey broke the foundation for violence to be in some form of Japanese fighting. But to me, I really don't understand why they didn't have any violence in the anime shows when their movies do display several action in martial arts. So I don't know what the big idea was. It's only martial arts. You know, it's very comical stuff they had on the goof, goofs, jump scares. It was funny. Anything that you'll see a slapstick, you know, material, you'll see a cutie honey. Comical fights and everything like that, and it was funny. But they classified that as over-sexualization back in the 70s. Nowadays, that people don't think of it like that anymore. They thought of Devil Man being too violent. They don't think about being violent no more nowadays. So this stuff always goes on. And here we go. Now, on Demon Slayer, I get what everyone's talking about. I do. I understand that Nezuko is 14, and it's fan service going wrong, some may say. I, I get that too. Do not get me wrong, everybody. I get that as well. But at the end of the day, it's anime. And and it's fiction. At the end of the day, it's rated TVMA. First of all, who in the living world is putting their small minor from a TVMA program in the first darn place? Come on, that's ignorant. That's very ignorant and not even childish. That's stupid. It's enough things you can put your child in front of if they're a certain age, minors. You can put them in front of Nickelodeon, preschool style age. Plum putting in front of some preschool show, whatever. That's clean to watch. Some of those aren't even clean to watch either. It's sad to say that, but <laughs> if you look at PBS, look at one of these broadcast shows, public broadcast from Quantity Network these days, and you'll see some very inappropriate, supposed to be children's shows on there as well. So you really cannot be cautious about because it's aimed at minors, aimed at preschoolers, and it's clean. A lot of this stuff is actually dirty. They have secret little messages in it that suck, and it's very bad for little kids' minds. So, if you want your kid to look at something clean, just look up, make him look at something that you saw. Like, if you're looking at some Dragon Ball Kai, or some old school Yuwaka, yes, that's kid-friendly, it's PG, or sometimes G-rated, depending on whenever you're watching, they're rated G-rated, or PG-13, PG, PG, whatever, rated G. But if it's a TVMA broadcast show, don't watch, let your kids watch that. If their mind isn't old enough, to, okay, first of all, if they're like 14 and up, okay, that's cool. But if they're too young to look at TV anime, they don't watch any TV anime. You know, some people that do, little kids watch a rated R film. That's not good. 
That's not good. If it isn't a sense, if it's not the TV edited version which cut out all the cussing, um, the violence score, okay. You know, at one point, UPN 33 Network, that was really radical, were a bunch of horror films on there at one time. A lot of horror movies, and they were censored horror films. We're not talking about the radar cuts, we're talking about the TV edited cut that cut out the swearing but keeping some of the gore and blood, you know? Um, W39, which is the name of the W Network back in the days, would air horror films, action movies at the same time, but they would censor even the gore, censor the sound, a lot of the, lot of the funny comical jokes were muted and censored out. But they were aired, and some kids were, I'm sure, this was a small kids at a pair watching it, but they know it was a horror film, they know it was an action movie, so it was a good thing to watch. And it was censored. So if you censor something, it's going to look like it's a kind pin or a very kind show to watch. But if it's uncut, I don't know what to say. And not just that, but if you look at Funimation right now, which is a very good service to look at, or Crunchyroll, they got something on there called a censor, an age restriction censorship on there, which you can cut it on if you want, cut it on, cut it off. When if you were looking at it on yourself, you can watch it then. Watch anything uncut. Well, they claim it's uncut, but it's never uncut. They just put that fraud, fraudulent lie out there. But make a long story short, everybody, look. If you do not want to complain about something, just don't look at it. Do not look at certain stuff like Demon Slayer. The show's harmless. It's no swearing. The blood is so little to if you don't even pay attention to it, you might not even notice it. There's no swearing, no garbage in it. I mean, what's the big idea bothering the show? It's TVMA. It means mature audience. What is the big flippin' idea? You can hear worse things in a rap song these days that is supposed to be a fictional song, but you hear a lot of swearing and a lot of illegal activity, I put it in that manner. Not just that, you can look at a rated R film and hear the worst cursing ever in it, but you won't pay that note until you look at an anime show and say, Oh, I saw something inappropriate. Oh, a sword? Uh, a laser beam cut someone's eyeballs? That's inappropriate. Someone transformation to a grade A monster? That's inappropriate? Please. People, look, anime has always had controversy behind it. Because whatever is popular, it gets controversy to it. One Piece had it. Dragon Ball had it. Yu Walker had it. Some, but. Some of stuff had it, but look, when it came, then it stopped. You know, it was a franchise. Attack on Titans had it at one point. Um, Goblin Slayer had it at one point. Sword Art Online, Gun Gale had it at one time. Or, uh, should I say, some, some Sword Art Online, Gun Gale, Gun Gale at one point these days. A lot of stuff has had controversy behind it, and some of it was banned in some countries. Some of it wasn't. I reported a podcast a month ago about them trying to ban Dragon Ball because of Master Roshi. Why? This anime. It's a lot of things in the world today to complain about. The world's going through a crisis. People crying out loud for peace sake, doggone it. Why complain over anime? The most harmless media to bother is that. Please. You're not bothering the Simpsons, you're not bothering the family, go for the cursing and illegal activity they promote. Why in the living world would you bother? Uh, anime show like that. Anime is harmless. I never saw not one thing on an anime show that was inappropriate. But I can name a lot of media that I have seen the purpose of on too. 
One time I was at a theater and I was getting ready to walk inside to see what was up, everyone was going to look at. I couldn't step my full feet in the door. I heard splitted lyrics come from music. Then you stop the cast, who are supposed to be actors, were cursing like sailors. I'm like, what? This is a gun mouth convention going on? What the heck going on? It freaked me out. But I was going to see a G-rated film. I don't care if it's something that's rated R. It is still not supposed to have swearing involved in it. I seen rated R films before, don't get me wrong, and they have not one curse word in them. If you look at a show from a foreign country live action, and if it's in English or whatever language it's in, you will not see not one curse word on a subtitle. And if it's speaking in English, you will not see not one swear word come out of a foreign country TV show or movie. I don't know what it is about the American audience. They put up with anything they're looking at on TV. They put up with a splitted language. They put up with lewd content being shown on TV. I mean, seriously, you cannot look at an American TV show without seeing inappropriate content and hearing foul language, everybody. But have a great day today. Keep watching anime. Peace, love, and joy to everybody who loves anime shows. And follow me on Twitter.com slash KidGTheArtist. Twitter.com slash MCGoogle305SAN. Pratsan. And Instagram.com slash MCGoogle305. Leave your discussion in the email. MCGoogle305 at gmail.com. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.